Welcome to episode three of the TBD named podcast. I'm Spencer week. Barnaby. Yeah, we're here with John Tomlinson. How are we doing, John? I'm good. I'm good. We had a nice little we had a nice little vent session for like a good hour. We did. As college students, vent sessions are crucial to our Essential. survival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. That's fair. It's the way she goes. Yeah. Having tests and projects due on the same day are always fun. Yeah, always good days. Yeah, and I love it too because it's always like. It's always like, we understand you have other classes. Like, no, you don't. They don't. They say that. <laughs> that's their way of basically saying, once I say this, I can do whatever I want to exactly. do because now I'm understanding. That's a really good point. It's like when someone says no offense, they're just, they're allowed like, to offend you. Yeah. I, it's like the same thing. It's like, we know you have other classes. Here's a five page paper due tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Or fall break. Yeah, over fall break. Oh, those are the best. I love. <laughs> you know how full of yourself you got to be to yeah. assign a project over break. Exactly. They just and you know the teachers walk home, their chests are sticking out. They're like, yeah, I did that. I just made a kid's <laughs> life miserable. <laughs> oh, it's man. tough. But this is a sports podcast. Before we get into sports, sports also sometimes overflows into the gaming world. Amen. We're big gamers. We're yeah. We're we just found out about this. Yeah. You're on. Uh, you on PlayStation? Is I am that right? on PlayStation. What currently. is your? Uh, is it gamer tag the same thing as PlayStation? I guess. Or is that just an Xbox thing? I don't know. Is it really? I don't know. I feel like it's just like universal. Is now. it called gamer tag for both? I don't really think so. Okay. But we're just gonna roll with it. Either um, way, we'll call it gamer tag. Yeah. What is your gamer tag? John? It's Mr. John Tomlinson. It's the same as my Instagram tag and everything. Oh, okay. Mr. John Tomlinson. Keep it consistent. Yeah, I try to because okay. like it's like I want to. You know, it's like if you can find me here, I want to be able to find me here. That's fair. You know? Yeah. Uh, and let things be, like, pretty universal. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mr. John Tomlinson, you find me on PlayStation. <clears throat> okay. You know, I've got all that going for me. But what about you, Spence? Well, people are going to have a hard time finding me then. I'm Spencer Barnaby on Twitter, but I'm Purple Gecko on Purple Gecko. Xbox. Yeah, here's the problem, though. It, the L in purple, it's all lowercase one word, but the L in purple is actually an uppercase I. You can't tell the difference when you see it. But Purple Gecko was taken, so I thought, let me be creative. That's super big brain. Yeah, I don't want to brag. That's super big brain. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty Like swole. hardcore. Yeah. So, That's <laughs> so smart. Yeah, if only I got a grade for that, that oh, would tough. be clutch. Man, we're just going off this week. But yeah, so come find, I guess, Purpy Gecko <laughs> and Mr. John Tomlinson yeah. on Xbox. Grind some rainbow. We're big rainbow. Yeah, we were just apparently. talking about this. I'm a big Destiny guy. Um, Spencer plays some Rainbow with us. Yeah, you play a lot though, like a zombie gamer a little bit. I kind of dig that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, if I find a right game where I can get into the story, that's fair. I'm like, I'm down. Yeah, give me your uh, before we dive too much into sports. Give me your like top three games all time. All time. Mm-hmm, that's tough. Okay. Or do you want me to go first so you can? Think no, about I'll go it. first, but okay. I got to give you a caveat. Halo Three and Halo Reach have to be tied for one. Okay, that's fair. Because I can't. I've been that's trying fair. to pick between those my entire life, and I that's can't. That's fair. Those two are tied for one. Okay. Number two is probably like Madden 08. Yeah. I was big fan back then. Okay. Like the early one. 09 yeah. was good too. I'm yeah. going to stick with 08. No, dude, the Madden games back on like Xbox and PlayStation 2 were yeah. so good. They're so good. They were so great. Yeah. Back I in those that. days, yeah. that was solid. Or PS3, Xbox 360. Yeah. 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 For sure. And then for third game, I, I want to go outside sports. You know, honestly, it may be some recency bias since I just played it, but Far Cry 3 was pretty good. Okay, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, Far Cry I, Three is a great game. I was a pretty big fan. I, you know, it's one of my best friends from high school. He's been a PC guy for a while now. But uh, for Christmas one year, I got him 
I think like a Steam card maybe, but I also got him Far Cry Three. Okay. I think Colin played it like five times. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. he like it was so funny because I saw I was like I bet he would love this game because I always been wanting to play it. Right. Got it for him from GameStop and I was like so proud of myself. <laughs> he loved it. Yeah, because like I just got it for him just like. Yeah. It's like a surprise gift, and he played the crap out of that That's game. That's solid. He loved it. Yeah. That's solid. Um, my top three, though. Mm. Let's hear it. Okay. So, yeah, this is like a, I've, I've always asked this question. It's like my top three games. I'm going to do no particular order. No, I'm not. Number one of all time, Battlefront 2. Games I've heard. Goated. I've heard. Goated. Goated game. That's um, what I've heard. Second on the list, Batman Arkham City. Okay. Game was amazing. Game was amazing. And then I. Oh. I love playing sports games, but it's hard though because I'm like I'm not the kind of guy who's like I want to put a sports game on there necessarily because it's like there's always a new sports game every year. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but did you ever play the Bigs too? The Bigs, t- the big, the first one was Albert Pujols on the cover. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Second one was Prince Fielder. Then probably those yeah. were those were underrated games. Yeah, they were goaded games. It was kind of like MLB Slugfest back in like 2005. Yeah. I forgot honestly. Until yeah, you just said that I forgot the, about. I was it. and it was funny as you were talking. I was thinking about. It, I was like, oh my gosh, dude, I the, about the bigs. I played the crap out of that game. Throwback. Yeah, like that was the first game that ever made me rage, like hardcore. Yeah, and like the like the like Road to the Show. I think it was called. Right. No, well that's that's MLB the Show. What was it? I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, though. That might have been the first controller I ever broke. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Was when you had to do like the all star matchups against like Babe Ruth and every guy. And yeah. You had like this like eh team. Yeah. And it was like throw a shutout. And I was right. like, are you freaking joking? Yeah, you got me? your 73 overall second baseman playing pitcher and he has to strike out Babe, Babe Ruth, Ruth, Lou Gehrig, yeah. and Murders Row. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, well, you're like, this isn't happening. Yeah. So. And then you, I remember completing it in the morning one day before school and like, Screaming my head off, like yeah. like silently, like you know, like one of those like ah. It's like, it's one of those yeah. things where you complete it when you you're not trying. Like you'll grind all night, you won't complete it, but you'll just on a whim before school try mm-hmm. it, and all and of a sudden you complete it, it, and you're like, yeah. you've got to be kidding. When I was younger, um, when I was younger, I used to get up, especially when I get a new game. When I got like a new game, what I would do, I would get up at like five thirty, yeah, shower, get ready for the day, wouldn't have to leave for school till eight, and I would play from like six to seven thirty eight. That's the way to do it brand new game and I would yeah I was like can't wait to get home and play video games again yeah it was you were pretty ecstatic when she got a new video game for real like, Batman, like, this like, is all I'm doing like Batman Arkham City played that game like 50 times right I loved that game also I'll give an honorable mention okay Infamous a Playstation only game was one of the most goaded games of all time really? one of the most underrated games of all time yeah for our million listeners they're probably agreeing with me right now they, they might that's solid yeah that game was amazing I when we were talking about this before the show when Black Ops Cold War came out mm-hmm. I was talking about how excited I was for that I literally I was like goodbye finals grades I was like I know when this comes out this is all I'm doing and then Assassin's Creed Valhalla was coming out around the same time I never played it okay but it looked so good where I'm just like I'm gonna play these games until my eyes fall out of my head I'm pretty like, much I, what am, am I supposed to not play these those are the greatest games yeah I'm you, yeah when you have a migraine after playing a game it stinks in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look back, you're like, I'm so satisfied. No, that's fair. It's just the way That's it goes. super fair. Yeah. That's super fair. Well, let's get into sports. Let's get into sports a little bit. You know, so let's give it a little highlight, kind of what we're doing here, kind of what we're talking about. So um, Spencer and I were texting a lot last week after the Giants' loss to yeah. the Dodgers, okay? 
so as per usual, we just start with baseball, uh, and then we'll dive in football a little bit of both. Uh, NBA season just started. Warriors got their first win against Lakers. The Lakers are in shambles, dude. I, yeah, I'm just and, and we can we can dive into that a little bit if we want to. They're washed. Um, <laughs> they actually you can make they're kind of washed. You I'm not gonna argue. lie, you might be able to make that. This argument. would be a great team in 2013. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like. For real though, um, that was an interesting game. Warriors get our first first one of the season in a, in a primetime matchup without in Clay. LA without Clay and Jordan Poole Showing dropped up. twenty points. Like I listen to the Ringer a lot, yeah, and uh, it's a guy that they've been like up on, um, and he's been looking so good. I remember in twenty, I think it was 2018, 2019 when he got drafted. The Warriors took him with the twenty eighth pick in the first round. Then I remember being like, "That's the steal of the draft right there." I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't high on the pick. I thought this dude was sort of a. Made one good shot in college, not going to oh, do well. Oh, I loved him at Michigan. I mean, he was great, but I just thought that one shot overhyped yeah. him. And then, I mean, I was, I'm dead wrong, obviously. At least, assuming that game yeah. means something, right? So, well, we'll and he happens. and his preseason was great. He was he was so good last year. Yeah. Um, Jordan Poole is the sixth man you want. Um, yeah, it's not an easy team to step into. Yeah. as a young kid, so, and sure. and like behind a championship run, a dynasty yeah. that it is. I agree, but so, but that beside we'll the that. point. Yeah, we'll 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 table that as we start our MLB coverage a little bit. You know, the biggest question, I te- we were texting about this last week after the Giants lost on a debatable, well, frick, not even debatable, on a on a terrible call that ended probably what was m- the most hyped series in in the postseason. Has a, um, has a chance to still be the best series of the playoffs. I agree. Depending on what this World Series matchup is. Exactly. And, it's a, absurd. And, and it wasn't close either. No, like that was an awful... Uh, for those of you who don't know, Wilmer Flores strikes out on a check swing um, when in replay. It's not. It, it's not even close. Not even. It's not even close. Um, and so this has been on the. This is on the. This is on the heels of what's been a poorly officiated postseason, like terribly. Um, it's been bad. And so the question that I've been asking a lot of people, Spencer, and I talk about this a lot. Yeah, I want. I want to hear more of your opinion. You on were this. saying this. The podcast before that even yeah. episode talking about how referees need to be more accountable. I agreed because it's like, you know, in the NFL we watched, um, we watched the Saints and the Rams in 2019. I think it was when that happened. Twenty. Or, twenty. Yeah, yes. yeah. It was 2019, 2019. Where the pass interference call yeah. that cost the Saints a trip to the Super Bowl, and Sean Payton was, excuse me, just pissed. Rightfully and rightfully so, so yeah. because you're like, how in the world is that not a is that not a reviewable call? And not to sidetrack the, the game, you, but a lot of fans in football seem to get irritated at Saints fans because Saints fans are bring it up a lot. And it's like let it go. It's like no, no. <laughs> they would have been in the Super Bowl and probably put up more than three points. Right against what, what they they played who the Patriots. It was yeah, ra- it yeah, was, ended up yeah. being Rams Patriots. Yeah, and Jared Goff, and they put up three points. You're like, we could yeah. have gotten to see Brady and that Breeze. was the most that was the worst Super Bowl ever. Yeah, we could have got <laughs> to see Brady Breeze in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then on top of that, it's an actual organization that legitimately got screwed out of a Super Bowl. Yeah, they have a right to be upset. I agree, and you know the the question for a lot of Giants fans with the strike three call and one more floors is like. You know, would he have hit a home run there to win the game? I don't know. Would he there's, have struck out on the next pitch? I don't know. There's a percentage but, chance he would have. Exactly. But you can't end a series like that. No. Right? And so we've seen that happen time after time yeah. after time here early on here in the postseason. It's been pretty consistent since, um, except for the strike zone calls for some of these for some of these umpires have been, been abysmal. They have I mean, not been a rectangle, bad. I can tell you that. Yeah, we're they've been a like rhombus. Triangle. I don't know what they've been. <laughs> a rhombus. I don't even know what a rhombus looks like, but I know it's not what it's, the strike zone's supposed to be. 
it's yeah. it's been bad. So my question for you, Spence, is, okay. is what do you think about how how would you implement? You think a, a newer style of of I don't know officiating umpiring um, in the MLB because the MLB is a sport where uh, they've done a hard job on uh, you know Rob Manfred not giving a crap about right. about time wasted on replays and saying that baseball takes too long, but the average baseball game takes less time than the average football game. Yeah. I mean, the first like step... like 30 minutes. The first step is probably getting a commissioner that has a clue. Um, I don't see that happening anytime yeah. soon. We need an Adam Silver of the MLB. Not going to lie. You do Look, yeah, with Adam Silver, as much as I'm not a huge NBA fan, I yeah. follow it, like I watch it, it's sports yeah. still. As much as I'm not a huge fan. That guy knows how to play to his market. Yeah. He knows who the NBA's demographic is, yeah. and he plays to it brilliantly. He's very good. Yeah, he's very good at what he does. Yeah, every sport should have a guy like that. Look, I think it's tough. Here's the problem. Whenever whenever a fan makes an argument for more automated offici- uh, officiating, umpiring, people say, no, you're going to ruin the sport. Okay, how are these umpires not ruining the sport? Yeah. They're ruining series yeah. in the postseason. So until you find a way to solve that, yeah, I'm going to throw out the idea of more automated calls because, okay, it's less old-timey. And look, I'm still an old-school guy. I'm not one of those young guys that calls people boomers and gets pissed when they don't want things to change. I don't, right. I don't love change either. However, if it's going to make the game more accurate, I'm for it. It's not yeah. going to slow it down. If anything, you'll speed it up, which at the end of the day, we're talking about seconds here. Yeah. There's no fan Maybe out there. a couple minutes. There's no fan out there that's gonna, that wasn't watching baseball that now says it's automated and they're going to watch. Like mm-hmm. It's not the way it works. But, but at least it helps speed it up. And you don't have umpires ruining games. There's no more missed calls. There's no more series-ending fake check swings. Right. So I don't know. I'm, yeah. But at the same time, I don't know how you implement that because – do you have a guy behind home plate who just has a headset on and listen to what the guy upstairs says? Yeah. Well, and also then, too, it adds even a gigantic um, level of, I don't know, seriosity to the broadcasts. Like, so camera operators, right? right. So, like, That's you know, so Spencer now. and I are both sports media guys. So you and I have both been on replay. We've both been on graphics. Right. We've both been on camera ops. We've both been, you know, yeah. doing just, like, just grips, which is where we're, you know, rolling cable for the camera operators. You and I have both been on both sides of that for for basketball, for baseball, yeah, for baseball, volleyball, football? yeah, volleyball. I've done football. Um, not done football, but I can assume you have, and so it adds an just a whole different level uh, of yeah. seriousness then to you getting the shot, yeah, right, which might increase camera ops pay, which I think they deserve in a multi-trillion-dollar industry. That's a different conversation. No, I agree, um, with you, but yeah, getting paid almost zero to do a job that you know to put on a sport for. I mean, they're, they're a, they're a very crucial part of that. Of that whole thing happening. Business. Yeah, I agree. And it's sort of like, it's almost like being the the holder on a kick. It's like, no one appreciates you until you mess up. Yeah. So like when really someone doesn't point. get a shot, you're, you're like, pissed at the camera you're like, guy. Dang. But you're not thrilled with the work he does the entire game. Yeah. So yeah. yeah That's a tough. good point. I didn't think about that. Um, so the good, big question mark with that is like, what does that look like? Because I know that I, at the same token, when I say these things about like, the missed calls. My problem more so is that that cannot be a call that determines a series, but how do you define that? How do you right. make that happen if you don't implement a system where it's going to actually determine the entire game? It's a good question. I mean, yeah, I think what that series showed, I know people are saying it's one call. It's not. It's like it's it's a straw, mm-hmm. but there's been so many of them that eventually, you know, back's going to break. So right. I, I, don't, I don't know what the solution is, but I am not, after that, I'm not opposed to anything that's more about Officiating and look, and getting it right. I at mean, the that's same the time, thing. I get these guys are human. I'm not. 
I'm just upset that it's defining a series and that maybe they're not getting good training. I'm not, I'm not even trying to blame the guys. Maybe it's the training. Maybe it is the guys. Whatever it is, improve it. Yeah. You, you have to improve it because you can't – people are saying, oh, like he would have hit a home run the next play. It was an 0-2 count. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I realized there's never been a home run hit on an 0-2 count before. Like, what are you talking about? Okay, someone said it was like a, a like 1.7% chance he hits a home run. Okay. Okay, I take those odds. So, yeah. Yeah. So that means that they actually could have won that series is what mm-hmm. you're telling me. Right. That's what I hear when I hear that. Yeah. I mean, hey, Cardinals got walked off and what was it, 14? <laughs> yeah. It was Ishikawa. Hit a two, uh, hit like a three-run jack to walk him off to the, to the World Series, I think uh, it was. Yeah, pain. You know, like, Pain. like, but it happens. That's the point. It does happen. Is that it can't end like that. It no. cannot end like that. And you at least have to, if he strikes out again, okay, give the batter and a pitcher a chance to earn it. Yeah. Give him like a chance to go out, them battling it out. Do not leave it in the hands of the umpire. And right. it's just, look, if it was a close, I think part of the reason we're upset is because it, it wasn't like if it's right on it and it's like perfectly parallel and he just says, you know what, to strike, you're like, all right. All right. It was an 0-2 count. You had to protect a little bit better than that. Fine. Series wasn't right. close. Yeah, so I mean, and they watched the broadcast back, and they were like, "Oh, that's just, that's just not a strike." It's not, you know. Yeah, and you're just like, "Ugh!" And you almost wish that that pitch was down the middle, strike three anyway. Doesn't even matter about the yeah. call. And we we avoid all of this. Um, what's been a really poorly officiated postseason, by all means, it's been bad. Um, but we haven't gotten that quite yet. Are you are you for automation? What's your what do you think is a solution? It's really funny that you ask that question because like I I don't know I go uh, but then I'm also like you know I think we'll end up there eventually yeah. but it's hard because there's a part of the humanness of the sport where you want there to be a little bit of like human mistake so that it's not like because if we live in this world you think right where everything's supposed to go perfectly that means that the best team always wins and all that right right um, you like an underdog. Exactly. You like something that doesn't go the way it should. Potentially, yeah. Because um, some of those things are going to benefit. I mean, I don't know. I think that those things come around to benefit you eventually, right? So just yeah. because they lose this one series doesn't mean doesn't mean everything. You know, he might have struck out on the next pitch, right? I mean, yeah. We're not going to know. <laughs> you, that's the problem, That's though, the problem. Is that it's not, I don't know, it's hard because I go, well, I don't want, I don't know that I would fully agree with, like, entire automation. Like, a lot of the more radicalist of the, the new MLB cycle want um, however, though, what I want is for them to get it right yeah. across all sports. That's what they've implemented in the NBA with this new three-point call, right? You can't just you can't make what's a non-basketball move to get a foul and get away with it. And you actually now might be penalized with an offensive foul for going into a defender because that would be initiating what could be an injury or what could be um, inappropriate contact. Yeah. Officiating, so, it's just been a problem yeah. everywhere. Well, and I think also, too, like I wonder, you know, these guys – you know, the Jerry West of the world have been in these sports for like decades, you know? Right. So they've seen the game grow and change, right? And so, well, what happens to these things is that you, you just kind of get used to these issues that you're having, right? Or this continual process you're having, right? Yeah. And what you're used to seeing and you implement it, right? And like, I don't know how good Jerry West's eyesight is. He's been calling games for, golly, I don't know how long. Um, he's about to retire after this year, you know? But also, the, here's the part of the question too also. Angel Hernandez. I mean, I don't know how this guy has a That job. just shows that Be- they don't care, in my because, opinion. Yes, because you know why? Because every time that he has a bad game behind the mound, you know, it explodes about it. And it's, quote, well, bad publicity, right? It's not bad publicity. You're, you are echoing this guy's name everywhere. And the MLB makes money off name, of you talking about this guy. Name three other umpires 
besides Joe West, Angel Hernandez, and another like maybe you can't. Yeah, right. I mean, unless you really follow baseball, but right. you know his name because he's synonymous with being terrible. Yeah, which makes you know MLB. Yeah, which makes you know more about the sport. Maybe right. you'll tune in. Yeah, but it just that by him having a job, and this is one guy I will. I'm not going to personally attack, but I will go after because the other guys I was saying they're human. I get it. This guy's made too many to where he's not even trying to improve. I don't even get it. Like, I don't know how the MLB is like, yeah, this guy's the guy we want behind the plate. Like, in a, in a postseason series, no. you're like, no freaking way. No. It just shows me. I mean, it, I think it's pretty clear that Manfred doesn't even really care. Like, if he does, he doesn't care correctly. I mean, he's just, he's terrible. I don't know what else to say about Manfred. But by keeping Angel Hernandez on MLB's payroll, you're saying that you don't care about the officiating problem. And you're just, you're basically saying we're not going to do anything about it. And then any by doing that, any other statements you release, like they'll release a statement saying, "Oh, this was an incorrect call, we apologize." Whatever they do, it's meaningless because you're not your actions aren't backing it up. If you really cared about getting the right calls, Angel Hernandez would have been gone decades ago. Joe West would have retired, right? In quotes, they would have fired him yeah. decades ago. And I almost wonder, and I don't know about what the law looks like with this, right? Because you could get into an ageism shoot. An, excuse me, an ageism suit here with That's maybe fair. saying, all right, once you, like, we're going to, this is where you offset it, right? We're going to have a, we're going to set a retirement age in the MLB for umpires, right? Yeah. And once, if you are able to tenure yourself um, in the MLB, you will be set for life, right? We're, the sad gonna, part is Angel Hernandez has been bad since he was young. <laughs> yeah, well, and he makes half a million dollars a year. Think, think about that for $500,000 in, in all seriousness. Think about how many people out there don't make that in a decade. Right. Like genuinely think about that. Yeah. And, or maybe just in a decade, like in terms of not even net, that's just what they gross. Think mm-hmm. about that. And think of how hard some people work to get that. Right. I'm not saying he doesn't work hard. I'm saying he's, he's working uh, harder, not smarter. Yeah, but if you anything. cannot he's be not rewarded good. for for making continual mistakes and errors and defining series and strikeouts and average. I mean, like these that's are like these so are much numbers. Money. Yeah, that's so. That's I mean, that's a veteran minimum in a lot of leagues. In the MLB, it's like eight hundred thousand. Like players right? are getting that. Yeah. So it's like you're rewarding an umpire who's the worst umpire maybe across all sports and 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 official. maybe historically. Let's be it's real. Bad. So yeah, I mean the ageism thing. Funny enough, we just had a test me and John where there was a thing yeah, on there. The uh, BFOQ, bona fide yep. occupational qualification. Yep. Which talks about I, I mean we didn't we we based, I don't know I memorized the definition just to get by the test, right. but talked about having you can discriminate based on certain things if it's a factor in the position. Mm-hmm. Whereas football, right. if you don't sign an eighty year old, well, you might have. BFOQ because he's 80. Yeah. So maybe this, maybe that fits in there. It's not a discrimination. Yeah. The point of the definition is for, so for instance, like if you're hiring in a position where you need to lift 75 pounds, you know, often, right? Like, like, like you're like for, for instance, like if you were doing, um, if you're a home mover, right? Yeah. Like you're going to hire people who can lift that. You're not going to hire someone male or female who's dainty and small and could hurt themselves right. and be a liability then to your insurance for hurting their back or their right. legs or being hurt on the job because they can't lift that much weight. So you're discriminating, so but that's, it's legal. But because, it's legal because you're trying to, yes. well, protect, but also for yourself, yeah. it's a it's a, it's a an asset protection. You're not the best person for the job. Correct. So yeah. Right, where they could be like, well, I feel like you're discriminating against me. You'd be like, I'm not because yeah. this is an essential part of the job. Maybe right? this fits into, into that. Right, as to like, 
as to like Title IX, which actually was also a part of this, that right. actually opened up opportunities for women and educational purposes and actually has opened up, spread from 1972 in its beginning to opening up over 130,000 jobs for women uh, in, yeah. in, in collegiate sports, which is awesome. Yeah. But this leads to actually a different question. Um, this is kind of off the topic, but on the topic of baseball. Um, I don't know if you saw the reports that uh, major league baseball organizations will now have to provide housing for minor league, at, for minor league players. What yeah. do you think about that? I think it's I, genius. Let me just put my two cents out there first. I'd love it. What do you think? I couldn't be happier, and I'm, I'm, but the fact that it came out, it's almost like I forgot about it, about there even being a, a problem with minors. They get and, paid so. And now money. hearing about it, it's almost like I hate that it took this long. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm, I'm so happy because, look, there's some people out there, and normally, I'm a little bit of a pessimist, and what okay. I mean is normally. I'm quick to be skeptical in terms of if I hear something like this, it sounds good right away. So normally I'm quick to be like, is it really? No, this is no question yeah. good because this isn't like this isn't like practice squad players in NFL where maybe they're not taking care. I mean, they are taking care of very good. They get if they stay on the practice squad the whole season, they make like four hundred something k. So they're fine. Yeah. But like in, in any metropolitan, yeah, yeah, pretty that's sad. them. Yeah. That's them basically not performing to be on the 53-man roster. Now, minors is similar. However, baseball is just a different sport. It's not the G League. You yeah. have to – everyone starts there. Yeah. Like, Mike Trout started – like, everyone starts there. Well, and let's be fair, too, even not – to, not to cut you off. I apologize. No, 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 no. But, like, um, I'm from Illinois, okay? Yeah. Kevin Kiermeyer went to Parkland College, which was a two-year junior college. Okay. He was there for two seasons and got drafted. Yeah. And now he's an all-star gold glove center fielder for the Tampa Bay yeah. Rays. So the, the, the journey in, ba- in baseball is so much so different, different. Um, for you, guys like like Walker Buehler, who went to Vanderbilt, right? Down. And who is a Scion, perennial oh, Scion so winner. good. He's so good. He's so good. Um, Did you hear his answer the other day talking about the Gavin Lux error? No. He was just, no, he was, I mean, he was, it was the best teammate answer you've ever given. He's like, that inning's on me. He's like, I missed some pitches, not Gavin's fault. Yeah. He's like, don't blame the umpire, which I think... I'm being a little biased. I think that shows Tim Corbin a little bit being a Vandy oh, boy. I but, yeah, it's hard, man. Like Vandy's so good, but like in a great way. It's I, hard. You can't not love Tim Corbin because it's not. Oh, people yeah. say with the Alabama baseball, fairly mm-hmm. true. Yeah, but, but you, Tim Corbin's not Nick Saban. Oh, I he's good to, like Nick Saban. Yeah, I would love to meet him. But you you cannot. We not should love see. Tim Corbin. You know, honestly, I mean, he's in Nashville. We should see if we can get if we can get him on the pod. That'd be, That'd be kind. Of I crazy. did get to meet him once. Yeah, he's a cool guy and not very celebrity ish. Like he's like super like blue no, collar, which I would love. love to not get attention on him. Yeah, exactly. Which is great. But anyway, um, minor league baseball getting housing, I love it because this is not the G League like no. in the NBA where these guys who are young lottery picks getting time to develop or getting paid like we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, we're yeah. talking about minor league guys who are making like maybe thirty k. Maybe. Maybe. A lot of them they showed are actually below the poverty line. Yeah. Which, and the great thing too, granted, the, the MLB has now suspended, I believe, like a lot of independent leagues, like in their association with them, yeah. which is going to create a lot more cap space for those minor league players to make what's probably a decent wage. At least um, make something. Exactly. That they're going to be able to support. Because like, they're on the road all the time. Some of these guys are married, have kids. And some yeah. of these minor leaguers are not young. No. Like they're in their 30s. Playing baseball and trying to—they're just... still trying to make exactly and good for them. Yeah, but yeah, um, it's it's somewhere like it's not like again, it's not where you go. It isn't like a this isn't like a minor version of MLB in the sense of it's not like it's separated and right. you're upset they're not making the same money. Right, it's not that. It's no, they're a part of Major League Baseball. It's a process you have to go through. Now, not everyone makes it. Right. So I'm not saying that everyone should be paid Mike Trout's salary. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. they have yeah. to they have to be there to start at least. Yeah. 
you got to give him something. Right. And and most I mean there is no player like this is not the NBA where where a player goes from 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 UK or Duke or like Baylor Starts to, next to be starting in the NBA next season. Yeah. That's not how this works. Doesn't Every player drafted spends time in the minor leagues. Everyone. Everyone. There's not a single guy that does not have a part of his career in the yeah. opening. I don't care how quickly, excuse me, he got to the MLB. Yeah. He spent time in the minors. It can be like not even a full season, but he was there. Yeah, look at Wander Franco for the Rays. He's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast. Look at Adley Rushman. Yeah. He's still in the minors, yeah. right, working his way up. Um, the MLB, I mean, it's folks, these guys, I mean, you talk about injuries, talk about all these things. Um, it's a lot better of a safety net. Um, I'm just happy for them because you got to think some of these guys aren't in. They're not all playing for the sounds where cost of living isn't super high down here. Some of these guys are out Yikes. in California. Yeah. They can't. That 30000 yeah. Nothing out there. Now, maybe they're not taxed as high because they're not making a lot. Maybe. Cost of living, sell it. groceries are expensive. Yeah. Gas is more expensive. I mean, I'm living on my own. I'm going to tell you what. I spent like 60 bucks yesterday at, at Target, and I'm yeah. like, frick. It's, it's not good. So, <laughs> And even if you say, even if they weren't giving them housing, at least give them salary where they can afford their own housing. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. You it's, know. Yeah, it's at least they're doing something, but it's about time. It, I would, This is the only thing Manfred has even been a yeah. part of that's remotely good. Yeah, as long as they're not staying like a Motel 8. You know, like that's I'm like sure it'll housing. come out that something you know, like that and, happened. And, and hopefully it's it's more it's more level on the playing field. Because like I think we've talked about this, both of us being sports media majors um, and, and you know, potentially pursuing uh, a career in this in this life. Like I'm gonna tell you what, there's a lot of the middle ground for a lot of the time coming up and coming out. And yeah. I think that I hope that's something that changes a lot because you're talking about guys getting paid not a lot of money with the worst kind of work hours, um, to do a job for a trillion dollar industry that makes I mean, buckets and buckets and buckets and yeah. buckets of money, and so you're just like, how how are, are, is the t- is the difference between the top and the bottom so so unequal? Yeah, and normally I'm not one like people say billionaires they can afford it. Normally I'm not one to tell people what to do with their money, mm-hmm. but I am. I'm not telling them what to do with their money, but it's their business. Like they have an obligation. Yeah. So this isn't like I'm telling you to donate to this charity. No, right. this is your company. Right. That you have to provide at least good conditions for, right. or just at a basic just just actually be smart about it would you not get better publicity would you not get better performance probably yeah that's and a would great, you not get yeah. more players wanting to play mm-hmm. if these conditions were better all of those are yes or employees that want to be a part of your organization yeah you know yeah. And i think we see the difference between like the the new orleans pelicans and the golden state warriors right oh yeah or the milwaukee Bucks, right yeah. or, like we have organizations that are like really all about their staff their team their front office and we have we have organizations that are really about their players what a waste maybe. of zion to go to the pelicans it, yeah everyone it's not everyone's disappointed because it's a small market first of all i'm all for small markets yeah. i'm a national predators and a tennessee titans <laughs> fan Go for small markets. Yeah. It's just that it's such a bad organization. You don't deserve that kind of talent. Now, I don't think Zion, everybody already thinks he's like a top five player. Not everybody, but a lot of let's, people are Let's high see on him play a whole season. Let's calm down. Yeah. He's a very gifted dude. But <laughs> yeah. it's just what a waste. Like, how awesome would it be to see that dude, like, on a on a decent team that, like, has some pieces around it? Right. Or at least have a front office that's willing to go get those guys. Yeah. Like, how fun would it be to see him and Luca play together? Oh, my gosh. Just some two big Holy dudes crap. just stupid. I mean, I don't think that would really work, but you get what I'm saying. No, but, yeah. I mean, get put those guys on the same court. Jeez. Yeah, like, just get some. Yeah. Just get something there where you're like, okay, the front office cares. There's something here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you. Well, we're going to short break, and then we're going to come back. 
do a little bit of our our football coverage, kind of talking a little bit of basketball too as we've kicked off. Um, but you're listening here, with Bison. Ooh, 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 whoa, whoa, ooh, whoa! That's, that's, a, that's a solid podcast. plug, though. That's a solid plug. Yeah, we have another podcast for Lipscomb Sports. Maybe you should give it a listen on the Bison Radio. That's crazy. Yeah. This is TBD, dude. I, dude, I just like brain farted like crazy. But I mean, we could plug. So it worked yeah. out. Yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll be right back with you guys. just missed our former plug for our other podcast that we do on campus for one of our classes here at the campus of Lipscomb University. Um, this is though, this is John Tomlinson joining with Spencer Barnaby. Spencer, second half, here we go. What do you think? Let's do it. I okay. mean, the first football. Half, we had, I saw on the screen, we had, I think, 9 billion listeners the first half. That's incredible. That's so, man, we got other planets. More copies in. sold in the Bible. Yeah. We have other planets listening in. Other planet, yeah, which is pretty cool. That's incredible. Mars is actually one of our biggest markets. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, it's it's hard being this popular, but I, I expect it. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so let's kick off our little Titans talk because Hopefully. we had one of the most exciting games. Well, that's hard because Seattle was a super fun game to watch too. Seattle was, was fun. Seattle was great, but this but, was more complete. Yeah, Seattle was halfway through the third quarter. Derrick Henry say, "Give me the ball." F it. I'm gonna do this myself. Yeah. yeah. And granted, he did it. Offensively, he did it basically himself on Monday. However, it was a little bit better. A.J. Brown was there. Yeah. Made a little bit of a difference in the second half, at least. It's fun to see him play. I agree. Julio, you weren't high on. I was I was being stupidly optimistic when we got him. I think he's a guy that you have out there for half the regular season as a decoy, and you keep him healthy for postseason. And you hope that the yeah. – That's basically what he's going to end up being. Yep. But it was, it was fun to watch. A lot of issues still – defensively, even offensively, I think the play calling is taking way too long to get going mm-hmm. because until that Derrick Henry run, we had no points on the board. Yeah. And that was the second quarter. Yeah, We weren't doing anything. And yeah. if they hadn't settled for field goals thanks to our defense in the red zone, yeah, that would have been 14-0. Yeah. So there's still stuff to work on. However, it was electric. The best thing about it is it's fun to see your team do well in primetime mm-hmm. because you know everyone's watching. You're like just literally all Titans fans were saying is just don't get blown out. Yep. Just have a fun game. Well, so and let's let's throw it back though to last week. What was your take here? You said you said, look, the Titans have the Bills, the Chiefs, and then the Rams, right? Yeah. And they're gonna. So this is this is of course coming on the heels of a loss to the Jets. Yeah, which is still like, ugh. Because we'd, we'd be five and one exactly. Because the Titans are now three, four and two. Yep. Right. Should be five and one. Sitting second seed in the AFC. Yeah, and in the the weakest, probably the weakest division in the AFC. Easily in the AFC. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we look at that and we say, all right. All right. You know, it's we tough. lose to the Cardinals who are undefeated still, 6-0. and Yeah, that week one was still bad on our part. But yep. you at least say, you even say now looking at the Cardinals, you're like, man, even if we played our best football, I don't know if we beat them. Right. And, so they, just got, and they just get Zach Ertz in a huge trade. Of course. And so this team just went from, like, great to, great to, I don't even greater? know. Greater? Greater? Yeah. yeah. I best, mean, yeah. He's not going to be huge. Mm-hmm. But it's but another gonna, guy. He's not going to hurt. It's another guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to hurt. And so that's the thing with that team where I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, but a big win over the Bills, and you called it. You said they're gonna they're gonna be close games because the Titans are really good at playing playing up to or down to their tier of opponent. Yeah, a lot which of is teams, why they're playing close games against the Jets and the Jaguars. Yeah, right? a lot of teams 
say their team does the same thing too. And I'm not denying, I'm not saying Titans are the only one. But go look historically at what the Titans do. And it doesn't matter. We've had new ownership, new city, new name, new uniforms. It doesn't matter. We're still the same people who will lose to bad teams. Look at either last season or two seasons ago. I don't remember which one. I'm Mm -hmm. forgetting now. We beat, I think it was last, yeah, last season. We lose to the Bengals mm-hmm. in like week three. Yeah. And you're like, you like, got to be kidding me. And <laughs> then the we heck? did the same thing we just did. We beat the Bills on Monday night. So it's like, what? Just have, just win the games. Here's all, here's all the Titans have to do. Win the games you're supposed to. Win a couple that you're not. Yeah. And then you're in the playoffs getting a home playoff game. Right. That's all you have to do. Right. It's this and I'm not saying it's not hard. I get it's football. <laughs> but just, first of all, Vrabel, I can't go on this rant again, but... His ego, not playing Julio and AJ in that Jets game. Yeah. And Julio yeah. could have been out there, at least as a decoy. He even said, I don't know if you saw, there was an interview where someone asked him about his hamstring injury, and he forgot that that's what he was listed as. He was like, hamstring. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, hamstring. He's like, ah, it's doing good. He didn't have an hamstring injury. He was getting rested because Vrabel thinks he knows how to do this. First of all, can we question seriously the Titan strength and conditioning? I agree. Do you see how many injuries we've had? Yeah. Well, Taylor Luan goes down last week, and you're just like, what the heck? Yeah. It's just, it hasn't been good. But The trainer was on the field like the entire game. Yeah, it was, it was like their 11th man last week. He could have put out a chair out there. For yeah. real. But it, it, to focus on the positives, if you say Derrick Henry is not the best running back in football, turn off the podcast and yeah, look in the mirror because there's a crazy person that needs your help. I'm so sick of in the comments, every time they list the top running backs in yards, Nick Chubb's second. He's been there for like the last three years. And they always say, well... He has way less carries than Chubb, so imagine what he would do with Henry's workload. You know what he would do? He would break his leg. Yeah. Chubb hasn't been healthy one full season yet, and he's been splitting carries with Kareem Hunt. If you give him Derrick Henry's workload, every bone in his body would break. Yeah. Do not and, tell me. And let's talk to, I mean, the Browns, I mean, their their injury list is like probably as high as Mount Everest right now. It's tall. Baker, Kareem, and Nick Chubb are all out. Jarvis Landry week. is on IR, might be coming back. Yep. Odell's hurt. Yep. Yeah. So it's bad. But yeah, I'm just... Derrick Henry's the best in football. I don't want to hear about Nick Chubb ever again. And Well, he's good. Let's just give that credit. Nick Chubb he's is not, solid. But Browns fans make but, me hate him. And but that's, he, is not the same, he is not the same guy as Derrick Henry. No. Nobody is the same guy no as Derrick Henry. No one's the same guy. Even as he, I mean, the only like comparable option in the last couple seasons, like five years, was like Ezekiel Elliott back in like 2017, 2018, yeah. when they went undefeated. DeMarco then, Murray had a good yeah. 2015 year with the Cowboys. Right. So That's about it. Yeah, there's not a lot of comparisons for but, what he's but doing. But Henry's so been far. doing this for like four years now. Yeah, it's stupid. And he look, people are having serious talks about is he Hall of Fame? Is he greatest ever? Let's let's, let's think about it right now. Yeah. Because what that means is if he, knock on wood, gets injured tomorrow <laughs> I'm with you. I'm and his with career's you. done, where is he at right now? He is not one of the all time greats right now. His career rushing yards is not there. He's one of the most dominant of an era, sure. Is he Hall of Famer? I don't know, because there's guys above him on that list that aren't Hall of Famers, so I don't know how you give it to Now, and I'm a huge Derrick Henry fan, but I say we slow the roll on that. He's on pace for 2,400 rushing yards this season. Knock on wood again, I, I, that's not happening, obviously. He's not keeping this pace. But okay. if he can get to here's the thing. He needs to, if he's going to break the rushing record, he has to do it in 16, because I can't hear jealous fans talking about how he did it with the extra game how this is Roger Maris in baseball getting 61 because there was more games than when Babe Ruth did it. I can't hear about that. Get it in 16 so we don't have to hear about it. However, even if he does it in 17, if he gets back-to-back 2,000-yard seasons, 
guaranteed Hall of Famer. He's in the conversation for best running back of all time. Easily the most dominant. And he's, what, 25? And he's a little bit older. Here's the thing. People say he's been in the league. This is his sixth year in the league. He should be run down. No, he shouldn't. His first three years, two and a half, he's behind DeMarco Murray. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't get 100 carries in the season. Right. This dude This dude has not nearly as much tread on his tires as you think he does. Oh, yeah. Now, the last few seasons, yes. Mm-hmm. But he's not in year six. He's in year four. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. So he's not that bad. He's still below 30. He's right. fine. He just needs to finish this season strong. First of all, if he gets 2,000 yards and he doesn't get MVP, rename the award to quarterback award. Yeah, we, we were Just ta- rename it. Yeah, we, we did a show on our Bison Insider podcast with one of our professors who we had this big conversation to talk about kind of the running back by committee. We had that conversation, um, which when you look at teams like, especially when you look at teams like Arizona, you look at teams like Baltimore, where they have quarterbacks who are extremely mobile, yeah. right? Kyler Murray can run the ball, he can throw the ball. Even Mahomes, Mahomes is a pretty mobile quarterback for the guy that he is. No, he is. Even he Josh can, Allen can move. And we watched that too yeah. uh, on Monday night. Great effort by him. Hats off. On that third down, oh, I mean, he was short, good call. However, what an effort to go in the air just to try and get it. I did not like Josh Allen coming into the league, but you have to respect this guy. I love Josh guy. Allen. you got to respect I, him. He, he, he was one guy last year, too, that if there's no Derrick Henry in the league, he's probably, I mean, oof. If, you, if you're missing Derrick Henry or Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the season he has, I mean, Josh Allen was he was up there. Josh Allen was like the like unanimous second pick for either offensive or, yeah. or all-out MVP. For sure. He was so good last year. He was great. And you gave him options like Stephon Diggs, and we talked a lot about, is it, uh, who was it? What, oh, gosh. Uh, Beasley. Beasley. Right? Beasley's a solid dude. Jeez, like you, every team he, he's been on, he is like he's the Edelman of the Bills right now. Like yeah. that guy that you're just like, dang. He's what the Titans wanted Adam Humphreys to be when we got him. He's just that third down mm-hmm. guy that is not going to drop a ball if it's thrown twenty feet over his head. He's going to yeah. catch it and he's going to drop right where he is. He's not a huge yards after catch guy. Yeah, that's it's same but as he's Edelman. Reliable. Edelman was always like, oh, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah I'm going to lay down <laughs> yeah. now. You know, I mean, yeah. he was like, I'm going to protect myself. Right, right. Um, Which I mean, as long as you get the first down, you know, that's exactly what you're going for. Keep the too. drive alive. Yeah, and so. Looking kind of across the league, so kind of spreading out from the Titans right? yeah. as we look at, look at teams like the Cardinals, right? Right. Look at teams like the Chiefs, who are not the team we thought they were going to be. But that was, I mean, I think we came into the season they're going, yeah, the Chiefs are going to look a lot different this year because their O-line is not the same. I mean, whoops. Nice. Um, yeah, it's not, it's just tough when you're the Chiefs. When you know what you have now, granted, they have a lot of guys on their payroll right. that are high-paid guys. I don't know. I'm going to be up front. I don't know their whole salary cap situation. Right. But if you're that front office, you have literally lightning in a bottle. You have one of the most generational talents we've ever seen in a quarterback. Yeah. The next Brady, you could argue. Yeah. You have a guy who could possibly go down as the greatest tight end of all time. Possibly. Yeah. You have the fastest animal on earth at wide receiver. Oh, my gosh. You have so much talent. How do you not invest in just protecting that? Because it starts yeah. with an O line, right? And Clyde Edwards Hilaire, by the way, not a good pick. I understood it when they did it in the draft. Dude's not panning out, right? He's just not. Well, and like talk about panning out. Like the Forty ers were a team where we were like, okay, and now we're like, what the frick? Yeah, you know what's weird? Of the last few Super Bowls, there's been teams in it where you're like, huh? The next season yeah. and the next couple, you're like, how did they get there? Like yeah. the Rams the with Jared Goff. It's like, how did they? How did they get in the Super Like, you're like, all right, I get yeah. to get the playoffs. How did they well, get to the Super Bowl? Same thing like Cam Newton and the Panthers back in, like, 15. Yeah, well, he was right. a one-hit wonder, and I'm a, I'm a big Cam Newton hater, so just know that going in, not a Cam Newton fan. Okay. But, yeah, the 49ers, they're in the Super Bowl, and they were up against the Chiefs late. And they were, yeah. And I'm right. like, Matt, how is this team in the Super Bowl? Yeah, Matt Ryan's a great question mark, too, with the Falcons. Right? That's another it's one. Like, it's like, wow, and then you're like, what? 
Yeah, which is right? good for the sport. I'm excited to see different teams. I agree. The I agree. This isn't, yeah, this isn't the NBA where it's like, oh, great, Cavs Warriors. Woohoo, great. Uh, the Lakers was, are in the finals. Was like, that not one of the worst stretches in sports? The first year was fun. I LeBron's love, return well, to Cleveland. I, I will say I'm a huge Steph Curry fan. No, and so, too. like, I loved watching the Warriors have their dominance. But, like, I was also rooting against them in 19. Honestly, when the Raptors were there, I was like, "Dang!" Because like I'm like yeah. I'm like a story person. Like I love the story. Right oh, I love the idea of Kawhi. I wish Kawhi had stayed there. Not gonna lie. You know the funniest thing? Uh, a friend of mine said this question to me like a while back, and he was like, "You know the question mark about like the last two seasons for Kawhi and the Clippers is like Kawhi left a better team." Yeah. In the Raptors than the Clippers. That's true. Because the Raptors are actually still super competitive. They are. The year after he was not there. Imagine what they'd be with him. Exactly. They'd still be that kind of quality team. Barring he's not injured with the ACL injury, with the ACL injury right yeah. now. Yeah. I don't love all these mini super teams going on now with all these guys going to. Now you got the Nats. The Warriors are still what they are. But now the Lakers combined. You got the Clippers. Yeah, the bunch of different teams. Yeah, the 2013 Lakers. Yeah, I mean, but you have, <laughs> you have uh, like all these little mini yeah. super teams breaking out. I'm not huge on it. Like it's fun in the offseason where you're like, oh, what's it gonna look like? And it's fun in two K when you have more teams with better guys to play with. But it doesn't really pan out because it turns out they don't all do that well. Turns out LeBron still makes it regardless, as much as I hate him. Oh, me too. And it just doesn't seem to matter. So yeah, I'm I'm kinda anti all that and it just it seems a little weird to me. But going back to the football thing, we'll get back to that. The Titans look, I said so you gave me credit for calling it. I I didn't call the Bills win specifically. I did say we'd win one of the Bills, Chiefs, and Rams, which is pretty vague. However, it, it is true, though, because there was – the Titans do it every year. I'm telling you, I've been watching this team forever. A few years ago when we had DeMarco Murray that first season, we had his breakout year. We lost to the Jags before – besides that, this, this, was, this wasn't the one year they were good. This was when they were still the Jags. <laughs> we lost to them two <laughs> games. Are you talking about the Blake Bortles year? Yeah, not that year. It wasn't that year, which I still think we may have swept them. But we uh, we lost to the Jags the second-to-last game of the regular season, and that's the reason we didn't make it to the playoffs. And it's like we beat good teams that year, and it's like you lose to the Jags, and then last year lose to the Bengals, but then you beat the Bills. It's the story of the life of the Tennessee Titans. So I'm in like this survivor pool. If anyone like out there, if you do these things where it's basically you pick a winner each week, who's guaranteed to win that team. If they win, you advance. If they don't, you're out. Stuff okay. like that. It's fun. I've never, ever, ever picked the Titans in my life. Because, and I've never picked a team, <laughs> I've never picked a game, let me phrase it, I've never picked a game the Titans are in. I don't pick a team that's playing the Titans, and I don't pick the Titans if they're playing a bad team. Because the game's going to be close. Honestly, think to yourself, when's the last time you saw the Titans blow out somebody? Because the Jags game was like 35-19, you're like, alright, it's a blowout. But it didn't feel like a blowout. When's it, on, the last time I can think of is week one, 2019, we played the Browns week one. Mm. This is when the Browns hype was starting to get going because they got Odell. And we destroyed them because Freddie Kitchens was the worst hire in football. <laughs> yeah. And they had never they had no chemistry. That's the last time, that's two and a half years ago, that we've blown someone out. We've played bad teams since then. But that's the last time we really blew someone out of the water. Yeah, and, and it's it, sad. You, you could argue that you could argue one more blowout. I would say, which is twenty nineteen, week six, or whatever, when we play the Patriots, and we blew, and we we kind of oh, was that twenty nineteen? Yeah, that was okay. our freshman year. Okay. So it might have been twenty eighteen actually. I thought it was twenty eighteen. I thought it was the same year we played the Eagles. Well, maybe it wasn't the same year we played the Eagles. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I know what you're talking about. Though. I remember that game, watching that in the Jets Pizza here in Nashville, and I was like, yeah. "Frick!" No, that was a good one. But I mean, at the mo- at the very least, it's been two years. And you play. Everyone plays bad teams every year. It's you got to start 
blowing some teams out, just showing that you can do it. I mean, yeah. Look at the bit. The first week of the podcast, I said Josh Allen was my player of the week because yeah. they beat Houston forty to zero, and everybody's yeah. like, "Well, it's Houston." It's like, yeah, yeah but they, they beat did what them. they're supposed to do. Yeah, they blew them out of yeah. the water. You play like the best team in, in, now, in the AFC. In fairness to Bills fans, Bills fans are probably saying, "How do we play Houston like that?" And then we can't even stop the tight. I don't. Know, I mean, well. Yeah, but the Titans are such a like such a questionable like yeah. like if the Titans went nine and eight, you'd be like, do I really want to play them though? Yeah, you know, like if if, if the Titans were a nine and eight postseason team because they're gonna win their division. Yeah, we've just we've honestly you're like you're like mm, that's not the team I want to play. Besides, there's only been two years in the Titans' existence that we weren't just meh, and that is ninety nine Super Bowl and twenty nineteen AFC Championship run. Yep, because every other like last year when we go to the playoffs. You're like we're playing Baltimore. We didn't oh, play all that good. I knew we were going to play. I knew we you're were going like, to Baltimore because they like, kicked the crap out of us. Yeah, the you're year like the, if you're the Titans, we've beat we had beaten them three times in a row going into that. You're like we're not beating them four in a row, and so you kind of expected. And you're like, all right, we were we had a home playoff game, but we didn't do anything with it. And you're like, yeah. And then in yeah. 20, they spoiled us when we were the one seed back in 2008. They came to town mm-hmm. wild card and they beat us. Yeah, like we did them 2019, which was fun. Right. But besides those years, it's just been like. It's been this disappointment of like you can't complain because you're nine and seven, which is what we were obviously for like four years in a row. Mm-hmm. It's just not good. But to get off Titans, like in terms of teams in the NFL, Titans are moving up the Titans are moving up the power rankings a little bit. Bills are still up there. Yep. Arizona is still going to be number one until they lose, which I understand. Well, we'll talk about that in a second. Keep going. But I'm just I'm looking at teams. I'm looking at realistically. Who do I see in the Super Bowl? Because if I'm being honest, if I'm being real honest, it's not the Chiefs. I no, but I don't see Arizona in the Super Bowl. What? Oh, I I just call me crazy. I disagree. Now maybe it's because I have a little bit of disdain. Not disdain. I just I question Kyler Murray a little bit. Now listen, he's still my MVP right now. Okay, but he looks like a Happy Meals toy out there. You can you. Can. It's hard for me to say <laughs> that that guy's gonna be in the Super Bowl when oh he looks. Gosh. It looks like you wind him up, and that's how he runs around. That's what he looks like. Now listen, he's the he's a better athlete than I will ever dream to be. Hey, it's like we talk about this though. Like Derek Henry, I swear to God, runs like he's Forrest Gump. That it's true, but he can do what he wants because he's six four two fifty and runs twenty two miles per hour. Did, is that not? Did you? I don't know if you. you I assume you watched that play. He ran. Oh yeah. He, oh yeah. He was like a once good, he cleared the second. Like once he cleared, yeah. it was like there was nobody touching him. But uh, it was so fast. Twenty two miles per hour. Yeah, it's like the line in uh, Longest Yard, the one with Adam Sandler, where the uh, I love that they movie. get Nelly as their running back in the. Unger, who's helping the guards out, he's like, he's really, really fast. <laughs> like, he makes fast people look not fast. <laughs> That's what Derek Henry does. That's Derek Henry's so 6'4", 250, and he makes Micah Hyde look slow. Yeah. Micah Hyde's a DB, and he's good. Okay. So let's dive into this a little bit, though, with the, with the, with the Cardinals. I want to get into that okay. a little bit, if you're okay. ready for that. Let's dissect it. Because Mr. Birch, in our, in our previous week, this week, kind of recording, we might, honestly, too, we might add that as a bonus episode here on this on this stream. We should. We'll see. Just because it's Titans talk, it's it's Why a not? lot of fantasy. Fantasy stuff. It'd be a bonus episode. But fun. anyway, um, so week seven, Cardinals have, have, the, have the Texans. Week eight, the Packers. Week nine, the 49ers. Week 10, the Panthers. Week 11, the potentially still, so this is November 21, this is November uh, 21st. They've got the Seahawks. So Russell Wilson's probably not back still. Maybe not. Maybe not. And if he's back, he's not seeing a lot of snaps at this point. Yeah. You have them winning that game yeah. on paper. So yeah. they still have, what, Geno Smith, isn't it? Yeah. Who, look, they hung around. However, I don't think Pittsburgh's a good team anyway. Oh, but, but that game was Gino. so good. Did you watch it? Yeah. No, we've been spoiled on primetime games. I told that you this game was so when we were good. doing that. Yeah. Every primetime game, 
has been within six points. Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah, TJ Watt had a huge fumble in the game, which yeah. was so clutch. That game was super great. I love that he's better than his brother because <laughs> for so long, J.J. Watt tormented the Titans in the AFC South. And look, I respect the guy. He's a the great humanitarian, great dude. Yeah. But I just love that his little brother's better than him. It's That's so fair. funny. That's fair. Okay, so they got Seattle Week 11. They got Chicago at Chicago Week 13. They've got Week 14 against the Rams, Week 15 against the Detroit Lions. Rip, Mr. Birch, and Jared Goff. Yeah. Uh, week 16, Colts. Week 17, Cowboys. Week 18, Seahawks. There's three games on there that you're circling as a as That's tough like, games. And, but the rest you're The like, other ones you have them winning on paper. Yeah, the rest you're like, they're going 14-3. and three. Yeah. They don't come out of that less than 14-3. and three. Yeah, probably not. Unless they aren't. But this is a team that's underperforming against opponents. I mean, they they played. Geez, they played the Browns last week. They won thirty-seven fourteen. They played San Francisco. They beat them. They beat them seventeen ten. That's the week that Garoppolo had a. That was Garoppolo the week after coming off of a huge win. But it's also a divisional game. Those are going to be close. Exactly. But they blew out the Rams. Yeah, they beat them thirty-seven to twenty. Week three, they won thirty-one nineteen against the Jaguars. They beat they beat the Vikings thirty-four thirty-three. They beat the Titans thirty-eight to thirteen. It's basically what this team is is an offense that's going to put up thirty a game, and their defense is every other week going to hold opponents. Exactly, every, and that's yeah. Look, that's all you need. That's really true. That's all the Titans needed last yeah. season was a defense to give them a chance. Yeah. If this Arizona defense can every other week show up, that's all you're asking for. Yeah. That's all you're asking for. Exactly. And so, I'm interested to see how that how they shake how they shape up because honestly, I, I'm I like watching that team. I think Kyler Murray like. I didn't really know how the hype was going to be surrounding him coming into the league. I was kind of like, and I was a little biased being a baseball guy. I was like, well, I kind of you know screwed over the athletics, but I'm like, eh, whatever. You know, he's, this is a guy trying to like define his, his destiny, his legacy. But he looks darn good. He does, and I, I, just, I still have a hard time with them in the Super Bowl because one, they haven't proven that they can, that them as a team can make it past the second half of the season. You're they right. Proven that You're yet. super right. Because last year Kyler Murray did this same show. Yeah. Where they were like six and two coming week eight. Yeah. So I'm 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 <sighs> yeah. hesitant. And the reason I I'm I'm still taking I my sort of preseason pick was the Rams coming out of the NFC. Okay. I'm still rolling with them because they have a quarterback yeah. with experience and the rest of the team has experience. My only issue and a, and a head coach. Let's yes. be real too. And yeah. is it is it Sean, Sean McVay? Yeah. Who's he knows what he's doing. He's so good. Yeah, but my my only hesitation is this defense hasn't performed like we thought it would. Granted, they mm-hmm. lost pieces in the offseason. Yeah. That wasn't talked about a ton, I feel like, because they still have Aaron Donald. Yeah. So everybody thinks everything's going to be okay. He can only do so much. He's right. a beast. Right. He can only do so much. Right. The, if their defense was a little bit, I think they're ranked like 20th right now. If they're middle of the pack or a little bit higher. They'll be fine. I'm throwing money on them to win the Super Bowl. But yeah. that's the so, only thing holding them back because they couldn't, if they hold that Arizona offense in that game to one less touchdown mm-hmm. there's a chance that goes to overtime and who you know who 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 could win anyway yeah but the question of like what if though that that rides a lot on the question of like because mm, honestly yeah i mean we could do that all day right know? we could play the what if game all day my mom used to always say yeah it still does but <laughs> i agree see i i think that arizona i think if they go into the postseason undefeated that's worse for them if i'm real with you same uh, thing i thought with the st louis cardinals yeah, going, Granted, into, going matter, yeah, and going into that, going into the postseason with a win streak. Right? No you're one like, wants to go in there undefeated, right? With a win streak, or right? Because you're just, like it, it can put the target on your back unless yeah. you're living up to that hype, right? Right, right. If you're the Dodgers on a win streak, a little different. If you're the Cardinals on a win streak in a 110 win season, you're like, let's go. Right? Yeah, it all depends on how the season's been going. Right. So, it, I think that I worry a little bit that the Cardinals can walk into the postseason being this team that's, I don't know. 
supposed to be stupid good. Look at the, the was it the 17 Cowboys or 16 Cowboys who were undefeated or like 15 and one going into the playoffs. Yeah. And then they got beat by my Packers. Yeah. Right? In the first round. Yeah, and it, it was such a Cowboys thing to do too. Well, and of all teams, right, the, the Packers put them away, which the Packers are historically great at doing in the NFC. Yeah, that's true. And then the AC just kicked on for everyone who might be wondering. There you go. But, uh, yeah, it's got to be tough for <laughs> Cowboys. I mean, them and Packers don't have good history. They don't have good history in Lambeau, I can tell you that. Facts. Des Jeez. is upsetting. But, yeah. look, I, I still got the Rams coming. I, I'm very curious, though. I think this AFC is wide open. The whole NFL is wide open. But this AFC is going to be very fun to watch unfold. Because Holy crap, yes. There is oh my 10 gosh. teams that could come out of it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree. It's with exciting. You. Okay, so as we finish out, I do want to kind of switch the script to a little bit of basketball because yes. as baseball ends, um, our first segment will become lots more basketball saturated for myself, and you'll give us some some hockey updates too because I don't follow the Preds closely as other people. I'm not a huge hockey guy. Yeah. Well, first but, of all, Preds this year are not going to be good, so there's not going to be tons. Hey, of they're watch. one and one. Yeah, but it's a generous one and one. It's not. Yeah. Well, they won two one the other day, and then they lost what three two to the to the new Las Vegas Kraken, the Seattle Kraken, Seattle Kraken. We lost right. three to four, I believe. Yeah, which was tough. I mean, but getting... exciting though for the for the new team. I mean, if we can if we can celebrate what is what is what is a expansion in the NHL. Yeah, my my issue with it is yeah. everyone acts so when Vegas the year after their expansion they go to the Stanley Cup Finals and everybody's like, wow, it's um, the coverage they got was stupid. It's like it's unbelievable yeah. the year after your expansion to go to the Stanley Cup. No, it's not. This was not the same expansion rules when the Preds came in in 98. <laughs> yeah. This team is literally getting, like, the sixth best player on every team in the NHL. Like, well, if they've got a clear payroll. If you're a terrible team, if you're the Arizona Coyotes, yeah. destroy the franchise, and then come back as an expansion, you'll instantly be better. Because yeah, that's, that's the way the expansion rules are. It's stupid. Okay. So everyone's acting like, oh, it's amazing. Kraken are actually do underperforming, yeah. considering the players they got. But no. Preds won't be amazing, but it'll still be it'll still be fun to see this season. Um, so we'll we'll do some updates on it. Flip but the script right there, you're like, oh, but it'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> I I had to stop myself, or otherwise this will be a five hour podcast. Um, <laughs> but we had dabbled in NBA. You were just leading into yeah. That. And so week one, my Warriors, my Warriors, my Steph Curry, <laughs> my Warriors. <laughs> you know, get a huge win against the LeBron the 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 LeBron Lakers. <laughs> I don't even know. LeBron Lake. Yeah. Los Angeles LeBrons. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's just, <laughs> but is anyone is anyone rooting for them? Um, this like, Lakers, Lakers fans. Besides Lakers, fans, is anyone know, rooting for this team? I don't know. I think a lot of people like love LeBron or hate him. Like I think here's the thing in the NBA. Let's be real. The NBA is not like the MLB or the or the uh, NHL. Excuse me, NFL or NHL, where you're like, oh, I like love this player. That that's the NBA. It's like I love this player. It's not like I'm a Cardinal fan. Like yeah, like Red Sea Blue. Like I will die Red Sea, never blue. Right. Yeah. The NBA is different bees where it's like, if Steph Curry got traded as Charlotte Hornets, I'd be a Charlotte Hornets fan. Yeah, NBA is a lot more player based, which is has pros and cons. But I like it anyone... a little bit just because it's like you got smaller rosters. So like Garrison Matthews, who went to you know Lipscomb, go by and it's kind of a friend of mine. Like it's like, oh, he's Dude. he's on the Houston Rockets now. So like I I, I want to watch him have success. The Celtics, I don't want to say they love some Tennessee boys. They got Grant, Grant Williams, Williams, Aaron Neesmith, yep. and now they got Garrison Matthews. Well, actually, he was waived. He's Wasn't actually he? in Houston now. Yep. No kidding. Yeah. So, right. but but big deal. I heard though, my argument, but all right. <laughs> big deal though. Um, big thing was that so the Warriors come away with a week one victory. Yeah. And so did the Bucks in their um, in their ring ceremony. They come away with a win. Kyrie Irving is not playing. 
Yeah. Um, and that's a questionable. We, we can dive into that debate. Real, before, Excuse me. I want to dive into that more so in the next coming weeks because I yeah. want to see if it changes. Yeah, I don't want to dive into it, but just like an, I just want to hear from you. Do you do you think he comes back or no? Do you think he gets it or no? Jeez. Or do you think he comes back in another way? Mm. No, because the state. Here's the thing. He he won this huge Instagram spree where he was like, I thought I was going to have some sort of like, like I I thought I was going to have basically special guarantees. Right. Which he didn't get. You know why? Because it was a citywide mandate. This was yeah. it wasn't like like I, I love personally, I love what the city of Brooklyn and the team is doing and they're saying we're not gonna let anybody, anybody, fans, staff, or players, front office, nobody. We are all functioning under this one. You do not get to just walk in here and be like, Well, I'm this guy and I get paid this much money. You know? Kyrie Irving has played like uh, in the last three seasons, he's made like he's made mm, like fifty-seven million dollars. Okay, a couple bucks, and he's played like he's not even finished a whole season. Yeah, he's not played an entire season for the Nets yet. And so you're just like, what the frick? He's out in the postseason last year. Yeah, you know, Harden was hobbling around, but it's still out there at least. Goodness, Harden. Does anyone still think Harden isn't a fraud? Like, oh, I actually, love, see, I love James Harden. No, I'm not saying he can't score, but I'm just saying he's out of shape. Has never heard of the word defense. And we're all pretending like he's MVP. No, you get MVP when you try. Well, I, I honestly, I have some different opinions that we can dive into at a later date about right. James Harden. We can once spend, we once can spend baseball's entire, over, yeah, honestly, we'll do more basketball. We can spend an entire session on James Harden because okay. I love how he's changed the game, right? Because yeah. there's things he's done really well, but there are also things in his game that he's done to hurt the game a lot too. But I think that he's not the only one who's done that. No, that's fair. Let's be real. Um, but... You know, we come away week one, Warriors with a victory. Lakers look terrible. LeBron had 34. I think Anthony Davis had 33. The rest of their team looked like garbage, right? Russell Because they're 40. Yeah, I mean, like, seriously. Yeah. Like, like honestly, I was looking at that team the other day. I was looking at the roster. I was like, huh. Yeah, yikes. Like, where's the defense on this team? You know, because this reminds me a lot of the 2018 Lakers, okay? Beginning of the season, LeBron comes in. He's like, all right, Kyrie's gone, okay? Kevin Love's still sort of here, right? Um, and then they were like, let's go get – so they traded Kyrie Irving for Isaiah Thomas. They get D. Wade, right? They get Derrick Rose, right? Middle of the season just not doing it. And so what they do, they blew it up. They blew it up. And they yeah. traded all these guys for a younger team that's going to move better. And then LeBron goes to the Lakers in 2019 and does the same thing with their young guys, right? Like he, he's like, well, this isn't going to work for me. And so they, they, they shed everything for a bubble championship against a – pretty hobbled well against a six seed heat who did their darndest in a six game series i, mean, I jimmy butler couldn't have given more yeah I, I earned a lot of respect for jimmy butler on the heat because like oh this is a perfect fit yeah and so i'm excited to see how this season shapes out there's a lot to come but like you know uh let's see there's been a lot of people a lot of analysts um who am i thinking of play for the thunder uh always making hot takes with Stephen a uh oh sheesh this is gonna kick me dude I know you're talking about crap. I can see his face. Yeah. on uh, He comes on. Uh, First take and all that. Yeah. What's his name? Ah, I don't know. I know you're talking about, though. This is embarrassing. It is, especially to all the billions of listeners. Yeah. Who probably expect greatness from Who us. Who are like, man, can they just keep talking? Um, yeah, no, and I understand. I mean, my Twitter's blown. I think I have a thousand mentions yeah. in the last minute. Basically, it just says, keep, please talk. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but so he was talking about how, how the preseason is important and the Lakers play it like it wasn't important. 
like Owen Six, like doesn't like show all the cracks. They like I get it. You know, I listen to the Ringer. They talk all the time about. They're like, you know, let's give them like two or three weeks. But I'm gonna tell you what though, the Lakers are gonna do exactly what the 2018 Cavs did if they look like the 2018 Cavs come middle of season. They're like a seven seed maybe, and they're yeah. a fringe postseason team because they're one injury away from being a borderline lottery team for, for the sure. postseason. And look, like I'm, if Melo's out, who do you pass the ball to? Who's shooting for you? DeAndre question. Jordan? No. I mean, Anthony eight. Davis shot like 27% from three last year. Yeah. Russell Westbrook? Guys, the Warriors didn't guard him at the three-point line on Tuesday night. Yeah, he's also he's used to being the primary scoring option. So when and they don't need this, him to be that. No, it's going to be an interesting fit. But look, I'm again, I said earlier, I'm a big LeBron hater, so I'll say so that I up like front. You. Yeah, I'll say it up front <laughs> so you know this is coming from a biased spot. But I think LeBron's going to have a real challenge on his hands because let's be real. He's, he's kind of coasted so far in his career not coasted but what i mean by that is the east when he was getting to the warriors the finals every year east was bad we all know awful that. awful so eventually you get there enough times eventually you're gonna win one i'm not saying it wasn't amazing coming back from 3-1 i'm not taking that away i don't even want to talk about that yeah i'm not saying the block wasn't great i'm not he's a great player i'm not saying that but all of a sudden then he wins that bubble championship i'm not saying it's not a real championship but i'm just saying it was obviously, call it what it is, it was a bubble championship. Right. You weren't facing the healthy Warriors, you weren't facing all this team. The, these other teams, they're coming back to play championship basketball. The Warriors aren't taking a year off. The Bucks look good. Like, Bucks, the Bucks are Bucks serious. Good. First of all, Giannis can That's, shoot a three now. He's got a jump shot. Just pack it up. Everyone go home. Yeah. We can go home it's now. It's over. Now, I, was, I saw a tweet in that. I won't say it's original. But the tweet just like, pack it up. What are we doing? He's complete now. Yeah. No human. He's Derrick Henry of NBA. Yeah. He should not be point. able to do what he's doing. Yeah. It's terrifying. He takes two steps. He's down the court scoring a bu- like scoring a bucket. Like yeah. Like we got some guys in this league now where it's like oh frick. But I'm saying look, they need to wake up. LeBron, this isn't the Cavs where you get D Wade to come just do a little reunion tour with you and then you trade him two weeks later. This is like real. You're now in the West, which is the Warriors are legit, yeah. and they're getting Clay back at some point. Right. Th- these they're real teams now, mm-hmm. and I think he's gonna have it because you say give it two weeks. Give it two weeks, you might already be out of it. Yeah, like this is a real race now. Like I just Westbrook think they need to not, wake up. Yeah, and it, it, you you look at this like three headed dragon right, a little bit. You think with two and a half headed dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the uh, like the meme like from you know the movie like with Hercules. The, the two mean dragons and the goofy one. Or, that meme, well, yeah, or like the the one of like the the like the three like the the Hydra from Hercules, yeah, where it's like the three mean faces and it's like it's like that's what Le- I meant, yeah, yeah, it's like LeBron, AD, yeah, and then it's like Russell Westbrook's like the the, the silly looking one, yeah. yeah, or like the dog meme where it's like the like like what we expected versus what we got, it's like the dog with like the, the bat, like, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. like I'm just gonna squash yes. you because like that was Jordan Poole on Tuesday night. When Steph Curry was shot like what, like five for twenty, but he ended up with a twenty point triple double, like it was no big deal. And up and down, Iguodala played great. Yeah. Um, Otto Porter did exactly what he needed to. He had like seven points. Damian Lee also come off the bench was solid. So when you get when you get Clay Thompson back, and okay, he's married to Steph Curry's and sister, J- so. is he really Damian Lee? Oh, that's legit. I'm pretty sure. I didn't know that. Pretty sure they're that's a new take. Or, no, <laughs> maybe they're cousins. Okay, either way. Okay, either way. so so you get. Here's the thing. You get Clay Thompson back running, I don't care, 25 minutes a game. You're already running Jordan Poole as a six-man option, okay, in the slot for the Warriors, okay? He might win six-man of the year after Pro- what we saw. P- potentially. If he yeah. does this all season, he, yeah. he will win at least most improved player, potentially. Yes. Which, on the talent of that, are guys like Michael Porter Jr., who just got a max extension for the Nuggets. Which, that's another episode. But 
And I love MPJ, but he's got to stay healthy and he's got to do more than just being. What has he done guy. to prove he's worth that? Yeah, nothing. We'll get into it. We can get into that. All we right, can have another whole, episode. We'll have a whole week of that. But nonetheless, though, you're gonna have Jordan Poole off the bench, Damian Lee. So you got you got a point guard, shooting guard. Okay, uh, you got Andre Godal, who's a serious vet for this team. You got Otto Porter, who's a spot up shooter in the corner. Okay, so you got those are four solid guys on the bench. Then you bring Wiseman back. You get Clay Thompson in a two role. You, you, you offset his minutes as he, as he reacclimates the NBA with Jordan Poole. You have Steph Curry starting as point guard. And let's be real, as long as the team stays healthy, okay, that's the biggest, that's the biggest push. Yeah. Because another team that I like a lot is the Utah Jazz. A lot. Don't sleep on them. Yeah. Mike Conley, um, Bojan Bogdanovic, love him. And um, patient zero himself, Rudy Gobert. And Donovan Mitchell is, yeah. he reminds me so much of, of Allen Iverson. Okay, Easy. But I see where you're going. Maybe better. Oh, you just pissed off eight billion people. So maybe better know that. at the end of his career. If he uh, has, I mean, if well, he has could, a championship to show for it, we could how talk, is he yeah. not greater? No, we could than, talk that than Dan Allen. That's different. Yeah. Let's be real. In, in a that. loaded Western Conference, we could talk that because they're a deep team. I mean, Pascal's coming off their bench. I was looking at their day. I can't remember all the names, but I was like, dang, this team is good. And if they can get over the hump of defense. Which you're like, wait, defense? You think Rudy Gobert? Yeah, Rudy Gobert can barely defend anybody without that's not inside eight feet. A perimeter defender, he's terrible. Yeah. So a shooting team around the around the Jazz. Is Rudy, is Rudy Gobert ever going to live down the uh, COVID microphone incident? Oh, probably not. Because, I especially since COVID's still going on. Like yeah. if COVID was like a couple month long thing, probably would be over. Yeah. But he. That video is going to be played for quite Forever. a while. And, I, and he's apologized about it, of course. But nonetheless, though, we have a really exciting NBA season coming up. Because like I've been saying this like two years. Um, I've been like, man, this is going to be a really exciting couple of seasons. Because in the NBA of like the 32 teams, there's like 25 where I'm like, oh, right. if they run it well, right. it could be good. Like look at Chicago Bulls. Oh, I love what they're doing. I love what they're doing. And they had such a great game. Honestly, and Zach yeah. Levine is a stud. And oh. young stud. But he's only got one year on his contract. He was And guess up. what? If they don't do something this year, he could very well walk away, and this team could be blown up for no reason. Yeah. So there's a lot of question marks in the NBA, and we'll, we'll, we can continue to get into it over the season as we, as we go week by week. But, yeah, before um, you wrap up, let me. you talked about Wiseman coming back. Can I just say, dear God, if Wiseman has improved and he comes back to that Warriors team, yikes. and Iguodala's – the solid he was for them back in 2017, and they're playing the small ball, but with Wiseman yeah. at the five. Mm-hmm. He's just pack it up, pack it up. Yeah, go home. Yeah, and it's Bucks first Warriors. Yeah, just you mark it now. Right. It was so funny. They were talking about this on the ring the other day. It's like how how likely is it we get a like a like a Lakers like a uh, a Lakers Warriors uh, Western Conference Finals? Because like I feel like I need that in my life, and I was like, I don't know. We'll see. Like like we can't determine a whole season over one game, right? No. There's gonna be losses. There's gonna be wins. You're gonna lose to the Wizards, you know, or whatever, whatever. Like, I just don't have like a desire teams, to see Steph and LeBron. I've seen it. I don't care if LeBron's changed jerseys, changed numbers. I don't care. Quit trying to tell me he's a Laker all-time great, first of all. Yeah, F that noise. Stop it. Yeah. Stop Let's it. not. <laughs> stop. Just I, I stop. I do not want to see his his jersey in your in – your, in your I mean, if, if he is, then you're just saying Raptors. it means nothing. If his jersey is hanging next to Kobe Bryant's in Staples Center, and burn your franchise. And Kareem, yes, right? And no. James Worthy and Jerry West. Just, you're just yeah. like, shut up. No. It, that that I, better yeah. not happen. Well, and it will inevitably, you know, which is like, fine. But – you know, we're talking about greatest players and franchises. It's like, okay, come on. Also, you know? isn't it amazing how LeBron has somehow gotten the 
the title of being this guy who is like this homer who gets takes these not great players and makes them into the superstar team. He's been on three teams. Yeah. Like well, four different times. Four different times, yeah. Three different t- This guy moves around quite a bit. Yeah. Like let's calm down yeah. with that he's this homer mm-hmm. who, yes, what he did in Cleveland was great. I'm not denying that. Mm-hmm. But let's get over it. It's one championship. Questionable. Championship. Yeah, I mean, I hate. I mean, I, people are gonna like, piss when I say this, but like, you know, Draymond Green should have been out for Game Five. He paid the six, refs I mean, to do that. He did, but was that was terrible. Questionable. Yeah. Now, granted, Draymond was an idiot mm-hmm. for for even having that as a discussion. Right, idiot. However, suspension for a game of the finals, no, can't have it. And he blames himself for that, which is arguably great. But he also says, you know, without that loss in the finals, we might not get Kevin Durant. He said, I'll take that loss in the finals for two more championships. And I was like, that's fair. I mean. I would have liked to watch them without Kevin Durant another season, but eh. Uh, Kevin can't blame a dynasty. I mean, you can't blame a dynasty, right? No, it's fair. But are they a dynasty for two years with Durant? They were a dynasty for six years. They were the Warriors in general, but with yeah. Durant, I'm saying two years he pops unfair. in, pops out. Unfair. Well, three, because they lost. Yeah, uh, they lost that final because he, he tore his Achilles. That's fair. But, but last, but I agree. I'm, I'm with you. It was hard to watch because you're like, man, do I like to root for this team or not? Yeah, I mean, because you know? I, I love Steph Curry. I love what he does for the game, yeah. but I just I don't want to see it. Last yeah. thing before you wrap up. Okay. Do you like this idea of NBA of now these guys? Because we're used to guys retiring with one or two jerseys. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this idea of these guys are going to be retiring with three, four, five jerseys? I think I've heard it best said. Ooh, I didn't mean to smack my mic. Um, on the ringer, they talked a lot about. I know I've quoted the ringer a lot today. I apologize. but That's a solid you know, plug. They should sponsor us now. Yeah, I would love that. Let's reach out. Re- yeah, TBD, right? Um, no, but. I think the big thing is, like, they've talked a lot about how, you know, these are guys that are trying to secure their bag, and then once they've secured their bag, then they'll try and win a championship, some of them. You know, not all these guys that come in the league are as hungry as Giannis or are as hungry as— That dude's starving. I mean, he's hungry. Yeah. I mean, even—yeah. I think that's probably the best, um, for instance, I can use. Maybe Luca next. Maybe Trey. Maybe Trey. But, like, some of these guys already got paid. You know, even Giannis is paid. Right, yeah. he signed his extension in Milwaukee. Right, yeah. even though there was question about him going to the Heat, you know, he signed his extension. He's there. He is their guy. He is their franchise dude. And for them to win know? the championship, and he tries to improve in the offseason, not just stay good, get good. No, he tries. Well, he to knows add... it's coming for him, which is a healthy Lakers team. Let's be real. That's fair. But and a I healthy mean... Eastern Conference and Kevin Durant. I don't care what you say, Kevin Durant and James Harden. On the same court with, I mean, granted, it's a, it's it's an older lineup too, but these guys are at least these are veterans though that know how to play into a role. So Lamarcus Aldridge is going to play into a role with the Nets, you know. Blake Griffin's going to play into a role with the Nets. Where does the defense come in for the Nets? Uh, I like the youth and Nicholas Claxton. I like I like Kevin Durant. I think his offense is good enough to be great under this defense. Same thing with the, like some of these other guys. You know, they got uh, I think it's Bruce Brown now who's kind of rolling in that in that like kind of that like guard forward slot now for Kyrie being out. I like the team. I really do. Okay. I really do. I think the Nets are better than Lakers. I think most people agree that there are three teams in the Eastern Conference that are, or, well, the Nets, Suns, and Bucks are better than the Lakers. Yeah, I think the Lakers are getting overrated just because they have the names. On paper, that's not, like, look at the numbers, that's not a great team. Yeah. The, the biggest thing has been the throwback to the Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant, you know, team that just absolutely fell apart. And so I think that we'll, we'll be able to have a better, I think, estimation of what this team's going to look like and I know we're going like a lot over time today but like we'll be able to have a better estimation of what this team's going to look like come like week three in my yeah. opinion give it a month let's I need to see them at. play like 10 games before I'm like okay yeah you know, or see. 20 games so they can like really figure it out let's see where they're at but yeah they 
they got to figure it out somewhat quickly though, because these these teams aren't messing around. Giannis right. isn't messing around. Warriors aren't messing around. No, Brooklyn, the, the Suns. I mean, like Dallas. I mean, th- like the West and yeah. the East this year. It's like woo. Suns have been kind of forgotten about. I feel like after yeah. yesterday, everybody's talking about the Big Four. Suns are still there. Yep. I agree. Yeah. And we'll get to see them face off against the Lakers here pretty soon. I think this Friday. So we'll see what happens. Um but yeah, so it'll be interesting. But nonetheless, I think that's that's all we got for you guys uh today on this edition of the T B D podcast. We'll find a name. I think we need to find the name in the week. Okay. Next week we'll have we're one gonna for try you. and come back next week with a name. Yeah. Or maybe you should text us or email us or do something to tell us what name we should have. Because Make sure you like and subscribe and yeah. comment your names. Yeah. Link in the description. Right? No, yeah. but for real. Link though, in the description. Um, <laughs> Yeah, on Apple, on Spotify, um, and on Anchor is where we post through. Uh, if you don't know about Anchor, you should definitely um, get on Apple Podcasts. It's been a simple process, uh, so we're, we're, we're kind of glad to be a part of this whole process. But nonetheless, Spencer, you got anything fine? Oh, 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 player of the week. Oh. One, yeah, we got to nail that. Um, you go, because if I go right now, I'm going to say Derrick Henry, and I'm not going to do that. Oh, come on. So That's good. okay. That is no, okay. I'm pretty sure I said him last week. Are you sure? You did I co- did. You did co last week. You did Derrick Henry and Josh Allen, didn't you? No, I did Josh Allen the week before. Okay. I said Derrick Henry, which I still stand by because everyone knew he was going to run against Jacksonville, and okay. they knew it, and he still did it. And he did. <laughs> but, no, you go ahead. I'll think okay. of another guy. Um, well, man, I'm going to say, sheesh, I like Jordan Poole. Um, That's solid. Solid 20 points. I'm really pumped for him this season. Um, I've been able to follow him a little bit since he was drafted. You know, it's funny. I watched the entire 2019 draft, or, yeah, 2018-2019 draft, because I was hoping that Garrison was going to get drafted. Um, yeah. And he didn't, which is fine. But I'll never forget watching the Warriors take Jordan Poole with the 28th, 29th pick in that draft. And I was like, oh, my gosh. How does a guy like him fall that low? Yeah. You know, Because when you fall that low, there's just less expectations. You get to be the guy you need to be without all these expectations about being a lottery pick. And so with that being said, and just a just ridiculous draft class with Zion and R.J. Barrett and John Morant, like that, that draft class was it's just ridiculous. Stupid. you know. And so – Getting to like see a guy like him slip to that low, and also, but to see him have the success that he's having, you know, you could argue that he might turn out better, you know, in the long run. And I love that for him, you know, because even if he doesn't end up being a warrior for a long, like a lot longer, this could be his time to have a breakout year and for him to compete for the Warriors, and then maybe get a huge contract either from the Warriors or from another team and get to play alongside a Nuggets team, right? That's going to be able to pay him, right? even though they're yeah. borderline salary tax or uh, luxury tax. That's so, true. Jordan Poole, I am excited to see what he's got in his bag in the season. Um, yeah, I think we should also do. We should think about this doing like a like a like a like a not player of the week. <laughs> it's like Kyrie Irving, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ben be Simmons getting ejected from practice. I'd be down. Um, that would be hilarious. Uh, first of all, I'm so happy. Even more people are hitting on Ben Simmons. I yeah was so angry that this guy for the last first of all. He was in his 10th year getting Rookie of the Year. That was just stupid. <laughs> and then, I know it's not his 10th year, but you know what I mean. No, I, I agree. I agree. He's just, he can't shoot. I, I can't, in this era, we're praising a point guard that can't shoot the ball, which blows my mind. I agree. But and anyway. he can barely pass. I, well, and his numbers aren't glorious by any means, you know. He hasn't really proven yeah, Everybody's like, oh, he, he passes yeah. like Magic Johnson. Shut up. Yeah, not Stop quite. talking. Not quite. All right, my player of the week, it pains me to say this. It doesn't pain me. Excuse me. I like the kid. Who's older than me? But I, uh, I'm not a hu- I'm not a huge Braves guy. I'll be up front. But I, I give credit where credit's due. Austin Riley, gum, dude, yeah, had a heck of a week, giving a walk off in game one, and then a two run bomb to tie it up. Dude, this series he's been on fire. Yeah, he's cooled down a little bit the last few games, but yeah, but geez, what I mean, he's we the reason. Make our project- we we kind of skipped over projections uh, for this postseason. We did, but, but also because I had Rays and Giants. So hey, I had Red Sox Dodgers, but. Oh, those I'm could pulling both. for the Braves. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. And, and the Red I, Sox are down 3-2, three, three which is a bummer. I hope yeah. the Astros find a way to lose. I, everyone in America does. But so. how great would have we, – we talked about this pre-pod. And I want you to get your player of the week. But, you know, what would it look like to see the Dodgers beat the Astros? I, that I'm would like, be the greatest storyline like, ever. Uh, it's like I'm Astros like, But then get I have there. to watch the Dodgers win back-to-back championships, which I'm not about to watch. No, but I would rather see that than Astros win, and I think the Astros would beat the Braves. I think the Braves are hot enough to win. We'll see though. Player of the week. We'll you got Austin Riley. Austin Riley. He just he he was unbelievable. He's been he was hot and he's the reason they got those first two wins. Everyone yeah. contributed, but I mean just to come up with a walk off yeah. a two run bomb next game to tie it up. Just they, he's they, been stupid. Yeah, up and down their lineup. They've been so good. Eddie Rosario had like a four for four game yesterday and, and a huge win. Adam Duvall last night. Yeah, I mean Jock Peterson is looking like Kike Hernandez in a Braves uniform. I gotta be honest. I hate I hate hearing Jocktober, <laughs> but he lives up to it. Yeah, he's so freaking good. He does. I don't know what it is about the weather, but yeah. Credit to them. I guess, due. dude. Yeah. It's, yeah, we'll see what happens. But no, they were on fire. And just to do all this without your best player, and who's Acuna, a, top, yeah. a top five player in the MLB. At least a top five outfielder. Is yeah. is pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. So I'll give them credit where it's yeah. due. And to not see the Padres in the postseason just makes me happy. That warms everyone's heart. Yep. Screw Tatis. Let's see him do it two years in a row. Yeah. Same thing with Otani. Come on. No. You're not on the Otani train. No, not yet. Let's see him do it for two years. That's always my like my yeah. sentiment. Like, look at Yelich and look at Bellinger, right? That's they fair. are having crappy years, That's fair. right? They figured it out. I want to see them figure it out next season if they're going to be these, like, great guys, you know? So so TBD on Otani. Yeah. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> okay. Anything else? I think that's all. Okay. Fighter Gamer Tags, Mr. John Tomlinson and... Purple Gecko. Perpy Gecko. Perpy Gecko. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, make sure to hit us up. Make sure to leave a leave a like and a rating. That helps out a ton. Uh, share the podcast with your friends if you'd like to. Um, I it was funny. We had a village group. I'm a youth leader at our church. Um, I was talking to like one of the moms last night. She's she's uh, she hosted us last night. It was awesome. Super sweet. Huge Titans fan. Okay. So if you're at church with me, you'll have to meet her because she's a huge Titans fan. Tighten up. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they actually were at the game on Monday night. Amazing. Which I'm sure it makes you like oh. But yeah, yeah, so they were there on Monday night. Um, and she's a big podcast listener, so I think she said she's going to tune in. I sent her the link and all that, so all right. uh, we got a new listener. Shout out. Um, Whoever that is, no free shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was buzzing <laughs> no, no, you're good. And then uh, good friend Ansley, she also was like, you guys sound super good. So we're, we're enjoying the feedback. Uh, leave it likes, the ratings, the reviews. Helps us out a ton. Uh, let's us reach out to kind of broader audiences and grow this thing a little bit more than uh, I think we're expecting for it. So just keep uh, keep listening if you're with us, and uh, we appreciate the time sharing with us. Other than that, we'll be back to you all next week.